everybody, Ryan here. Uh, just wanted to let you know, any of you that were looking forward to the Bonnie and Clyde episode, unfortunately, we have had an issue with the files and we've had to skip ahead. So if you were really looking forward to that, we're sorry and uh, hopefully we'll get that resolved and out soon. Enjoy this new episode on Escape from New York. Thanks. For yeah. some reason, I was bored, and I decided to just be Luigi, even though I was playing one player after my kids went to bed, right. and it just felt well because Luigi's Luigi's the best character. No, I hate Luigi. He's my he's an idiot. He's my favorite. How, he's my how favorite. did you ever play Luigi growing up as an only child? I had friends, <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't a dick. I wasn't a dick, and I'd let them play their Mario first. Yeah, no, I hate Luigi. Plus, you could you could select Mario. I mean, Luigi, as you went through. I mean, in like, Mario you played two, in, uh, only in Mario two. Yeah. yeah, and I liked him in Mario, Mario two, and then I liked him in Mario, in Mario Kart. two. The only good one is Toad. And then my favorite thing about Luigi is when they release Wario. Oh, I love. And then they Waluigi is they, stupid. <laughs> don't Waluigi like Waluigi. Is the funny thing about Waluigi is that his name is Waluigi. Right. Yeah, instead <laughs> like, of he's yeah instead of <laughs> not even like Waluigi, Waluigi or Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, Waluigi. Yeah. That is the Wario is my favorite character. Ryan, are you ready to play or what? I mean, talk <laughs> or do a podcast? Yeah. Okay, then when? let's go. Let's go. Let's start. Okay, should we talk about something before we start? I think we just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you guys um, drinking tonight? <laughs> oh, we're there already, I huh? I think so. Uh, I am about to crack open a Washington staple the original Olympia beer, brewed since 1896. It's in the water, you know? That's what I do. That's what I'm drinking here. Nice. 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 Very good. What, what you got, Ryan? I am back to the old faithful uh, Evan Williams. Bottled, Bottled and bond. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, remember that brewery I told you guys about a couple weeks ago called Urban Family Brewing in Seattle? Oh, thank you. thanks for keeping us up to date on that yeah. one. Well, I ended up going back and getting that uh, Imperial Sour with Citra Hops. Uh-huh. It is delicious. But it nice. is also 8%, and I'm on my second glass, so we'll see how Shit. tonight goes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, w- I went to a, a taproom and dinner, so there's been a few on the way here, too, so... We'll so Ryan's gonna out. have fun this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, this weekend is the other episode. Well, Next we weekend. didn't need to let the listeners know that, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to them, it's all relative. Mm-hmm. See, they're listening to this in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
That's not funny, Bill. Oh, shut up, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a clear reference to the movie when it says 1997. Now. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you not watch the movie, Rick? What movie? We watched a movie this week. Uh, which one? Uh, what was Escape it from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from New York. That's the one. I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what year did it come out? 1990. No. no. 1980. 1980 something. 1981. Hey, that's the year I was born. Uh, that's the year I was born. It, I think it'd be weird to make a... It was a good year. <laughs> Wait, has there ever been a movie made in a year that they were like, this is the future, but it was in the past? What? If, well, if they move this movie in 1997, as you're about to say... And they talked about this movie taking place in 1988 in the future. It seems like a weird time to it make it. It took place in 1997. It's, I get what you're saying, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, it, I do too. But it took place in 1997. But in 1988 is when the crime rate, that's when they're. That's when they start created the, the. Yes, it's when they created the prison. So it'd be weird in 1997 to make a movie that was like, back in 1988, the future from now. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Alternate timelines, Rick. Yeah. It's your favorite yeah. thing. I know. It's your favorite I, thing. I totally understand him. Bill sounds like he's on his phone. No. Sure looks like it. Oh, is he working on trivia? <laughs> Not working on, <laughs> just pulling up. <laughs> gotcha. Be cool, man. <laughs> uh, you blew up my spot last week, so here you go. Fine. Do you want to do trivia or not? Yeah, let's do trivia. Okay, let's do some trivia. Let's start in honor of this movie, Lee Van which Cle- is what inspires oh. the trivia. Lee Van Cleef trivia. Here it comes. No, no. <laughs> we're going to start with some Kurt Russell trivia. Oh, okay. Not specific to 1981. Okay. Price is right rules. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? This is to see who goes first. Okay. It's closest without going over. Uh-huh. And Rick is going to go first. Of course, this. obviously. When was Kurt Russell born? 19. So it's without going over. I need, I'm going to need a sp- actual date, <laughs> but okay. But by, so going over means anything after he was born. So I, okay. So I'm going to say November 1st, 1957. And I'm no, going to say... Wait, wait, I lied. I changed my mind. <sighs> 1947. November 1st, Ooh. 1947. Ooh. Now Ryan can't go with 1 BC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say November 2nd, 1947. Ryan wins. Oh, yes. Nice. Kurt Russell was born on March 17th, 1951. Nice. Mm. Pretty okay. good line, Rick. Pretty good line. Mm-hmm. He's old. He is, yeah. but not as old as you thought. He's damn sexy. <laughs> okay, so Kurt Russell first. His first movie was one of my favorites, the Disney movie "The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes." Okay, the computer who wore tennis shoes? No, oh, it's, it's not? the computer wore tennis shoes. Oh, I thought it was who wore tennis shoes. Yeah, I did too. Huh? Um, unless this one site I'm looking at has a misprint. Yeah, I'm gonna, it is not that. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> you do, not right now. You're okay, not. Well, we'll see. You better hurry up and ask the question. Price is right. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan goes first for five points. 
What year was the computer wore tennis shoes made? Released. Mm. I won't look yet. <laughs> he was born in 51. So it's probably after that. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it came out in 1966. Is this Price is Right rules? It sure is. What, what date in 1966, Ryan? <laughs> I don't like Price is Right rules with dates. It's dumb. Um, I'll say May 1st, 1966. I'm going to say 1 BC. Ryan wins. Shit. Yes. <laughs> it was 1969. Ah, uh, the nice. sexiest year. You know, you know what I just realized the biggest problem with Price is Right rules is? Huh. Whoever goes second could always just add one to it and guarantee that they're not going to lose. Well, sure. Well, it's <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem with price right rules with two people. Yeah, which is what we do every week. Well, right. <laughs> but you were just talking shit about price is right rules per se. And price is right rules in general are fine because there's five people or four people or whatever doing their bidding. Okay. So Ryan has five points. Rick has zero. All right. For five points. Wait, how many? That was worth five points? Yeah. Okay. So for five points, Kurt Russell didn't initially want to be an actor. He wanted to play professional baseball. He started playing for the minor league team in Bend, Oregon. What was the name of that team? The Bend what in 1971 Uh. for five points? Rick, you go first. You know, it's funny. I don't know the answer to this, but it's annoying because, you know, there's a little documentary because his dad did play baseball and he was on. His dad owned the Portland Mavericks. Yeah, which there's a documentary called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. And uh-huh. it's about them. And then they talk about him okay. playing. Well, and Russell eventually did play for the Portland Mavericks, but first he played in their, like, quadruple a team or whatever i'm gonna call them the bend, bend the bend bombers and i'm gonna go with the the bend d straws the bendy straws <laughs> the bend athletics i don't know no sorry guys it was the bend rainbows <laughs> <laughs> that's my next nice. guess rainbows okay in 1988, Ron Shelton wrote a movie specifically for Kurt Russell. However, the studio insisted on casting someone else for 10 points each, and you'll each get a guess. What was that movie, and who did they cast instead? Wait, what? 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 What now? Who? Who? In 1988, Ron Shelton wrote a movie specifically for Kurt Russell, but the studio insisted that they cast someone else. What was that movie, and who did they cast instead? Okay, who's going first? Rick. I uh, defer. <laughs> I defer as well. All okay, right. you guys need it. Do you guys need a hint? Yes. Yeah. It was a baseball movie. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's funny. I was going to guess one, but I think this is older than that. Wait, no. 88. Okay. I'm going to say Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner. Ryan? I have another guess after this. We keep going, right? No, because you're going to get 10 points for each correct answer. What if we're wrong? 
Well, then that would be zero points. Can we go one more round if we can both get it wrong? Fine. Okay. Mr. Baseball Ted Danson. Rick gets 10 points. Yes. I was going to go with the Not 20 points. You don't get 20 points. Because you got the movie wrong. Oh, okay. So we get to go again. It was Mm. no. It was Bull Durham. It was Bull Durham, but it was Kevin Costner. All right. Interesting. Well, because if you're ever going to pick, if you said someone in a baseball movie, who's the star? I'm gonna guess Kevin Costner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to some 1981 trivia for five points. Now that's too easy. <laughs> um, Bill, do you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, no. Okay, never mind. Then. Did you want to talk about it some more? Well, I just wanted to know if you knew who Wyatt Russell was. Nope. Oh, it's Kurt Russell's son. He's in a bunch of movies you probably like. Okay. Okay. Rick. Yes. And Ryan. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Rick has 10, Ryan has five. This question has three parts. Oh, great. Okay. Each part is worth five points. Okay. 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 In 1981, a very significant event took place Mm -hmm. involving the release of hostages. Okay. Can you tell me how many people, how many U.S. citizens were held hostage for how many days in what country? I go first. Yeah. Seven for 12 in Munich. Ryan? Yeah, I have to get the, ex- the, ex- exact, the exact number of people. Is it Price is Right rules? Is this an Argo fuck yourself reference? <laughs> <laughs> um, you think Argo was about <laughs> seven people in Munich? <laughs> Is that where Syriana takes place? <laughs> um, no, initially it's just an exact number, and then maybe we'll go Price is Right rules on it. Okay. Um, Iran and um, 42, and 42 people for 15 days. Okay. Ryan gets five points for knowing it was Iran. Mm-hmm. So now we're tied at 10 and now we'll go price is right rules on how many people for how long. So you guys get a second guess. Rick, you go first. I'm going to say three for eight. And Ryan, I'm going to say f- four for nine. <laughs> no. Ryan gets 10 more points. <laughs> yes, it was. It was 52, so Ryan was pretty close with his guess of 42, and you guys are both way off. They were held for 444 days. That's a lot. Yeah, I knew it was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so it is now, what, Ryan 20 to Rick's 10? Sure. I like it. I like it. No, he got, yeah, he's got 15. He only had five before? Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, so for nine points. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) In 1981, the first woman served on the U.S. Supreme Court. Who was it? Who goes first? Ryan. Oh, that's Sandra Day O'Connor. Oh, Rick. RBG. It was Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Ryan has 29. Rick has 10. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so um Okay. For six points each. <laughs> who won the Super Bowl, the World Series, and the Stanley Cump? Who clinched the Stanley Cup? I say Cump. The Stanley Cump. The Stanley Cump. Rick goes first, and you guys can't duplicate any answers. It's 1981. Yes. The Bears. The Yankees. <laughs> you know, what do we do? Do you say NBA or no? Nope. And the, the comp. Red Wings. Screw those guys. They were on strike in 1981. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan? I've got uh, the Yankees. No, the Rick already said Yankees. Yeah, dumb can't do right. right, 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 right. He, he meant that for football. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you said Bears, Yankees, Red Wings? Rick? Yes. Okay. What are you doing, Rick? What are you looking I at? I was trying to see when RBG started um, on the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. So I was just curious. Likely excuse. I'm going to say uh, Raiders, Islanders, Red Sox. I know Ryan gets Red 18 Sox. more points. I mean, 12 more points for getting two out of three. It was the Raiders, Islanders, and Dodgers. Nice. Uh, okay, so Ryan's way, way ahead. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Last chance, Rick. Okay, this was worth 50. Well, let's see. Ryan's got, what, 29 plus 12 yeah, but I want to. I want to. I want to embarrass him though. Make this one with a hundred. Ryan's got forty-one, and Rick has ten. <laughs> yeah, is that is... the most trivia points ever? Well, maybe it's on a different. It's okay. on a different scale every week, so okay. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've got. I've got the five most popular TV shows from nineteen eighty-one and eighty-two. Number five is worth ten points. Number one is worth fifty points. <laughs> Did you oh eighty one to eighty two? Is that what you said? Yeah, we're gonna take turns. Rick goes first. <laughs> eighty one. That's a tough one. I'm gonna say, oh, Sanford and Sons. Brian, sixty minutes. Ooh. Rick gets zero that round. Ryan gets 40 (laughs) for the number two answer. Okay, my turn. Uh huh. Monday Night Football. How how much is number one? And Ryan? Um, 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 Dukes of Hazard. Both of you get zero. Okay, last chance, Rick. If you get something on the list, you'll get another turn. All in the family. (laughs) Ryan? Dallas. Oh, Ryan gets 50 points for the number one answer. (laughs) So Ryan ends up with 132 to Rick's 10. (laughs) That's a good game, guys. Good game. Love it. It was Dallas, 60 Minutes, The Jeffersons, Three's Company, and Alice. Mm. I don't know what Alice is. I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. Uh, Okay, and that wraps up trivia for 1981. Great. So... Escape from New York. Yeah. What's up, guys? Yeah. So what is up? You ex- I had not seen this movie before. 
I kept waiting for the giant Muppets and I the know. magic. Well, what I was, was up with John Carpenter? When Come was, on, man. When I was watching, I was like, oh, Bill's be disappointed. It's not as batshit crazy as he wants it to be. But I know. But I was about, expecting Big Trouble in Little China. But what about the characters in this movie? They're pretty weird and over the top. That, yeah. that dude with the hair yeah. and the teeth. Yeah, that guy's weird. I thought it was right. Steve Buscemi before he opened his mouth. <laughs> yeah. It kind of felt like a apocalyptic, futuristic version of apocalyptic, (laughs) futuristic version of The Rock. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Sure. I uh, I was immediately like, "Holy shit! It's that guy from uh, The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly." Lee Lee Van Cleef. I'm like, "Holy shit! He was still alive." I was like, "Angel Eyes is in this movie," and the angels. Yeah. He didn't look a day over 75. <laughs> right. I liked his gold earring, too. That added a nice touch. Well, that's, you know, I'm surprised he wasn't wearing it in the good and bad and ugly. Bill, did you notice that was Angel Eyes? No, I had no <laughs> idea. Till just this, when Ryan said it? <laughs> nope, no clue. I'm glad that he just ruined that, because I was going to ask you, and you were going to say it, but he just fucked the whole thing up. Thanks, well, Ryan. that's Ryan for you. <laughs> Do you remember Once it? again, Rick, if you have a secret plan that you want to talk about, <laughs> maybe you could share it with someone so we won't step all over your secret fucking plan. I mean, you have to remember that Bills were real dumb and doesn't remember <laughs> much or pay attention to anything. We got to uh-huh. get some more gotcha moments, and that was going to be one of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, Bill, do you remember Angel Eyes? Yeah, from yeah. Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, he was the guy in this movie. He was the hero of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> of which one? <laughs> The good, the bad, the bad. <laughs> right? Uh, what What did he do in this movie? He, he was the guy who was the warden. Well, he, he yeah, the he police was a, chief. He, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like the guy that sent Snake in. Hawk. Right. Right. Uh, call him Pliskin. Well, not till the end. <laughs> it's, I don't know why he stood so high on that ground when at the very end of the movie. Uh, don't call me Snake. First, he's like, <laughs> call, call me Pliskin. Didn't now. he literally tell him one point, "Call me Snake"? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call me Snake. Like. Uh, and then, oh, hey, no, hey, Ryan, hey, Ryan, hey, Ryan, hey, Ryan, don't yeah. think about any other characters. Bill, do you know who uh, the Duke is in modern days? No. Oh, he was chef from South Park. I don't watch South do Park. Do you know who the Duke is besides <laughs> in South Park? No. I- Isaac Hayes. It's like a soul singer from the 70s. Okay. No. Right. Why? What makes you think I would I would know that? Well, that, that was my follow up gotcha moment that wasn't going to be as good, but Ryan ruined the first one. When we watched Blues Brothers, uh-huh. I was like, "Who's this guy doing the Ray Charles impression?" Right, uh, uh, Bill. Did you Bill, recognize? Bill, okay, Bill. did you recognize anyone in this movie? Kurt Russell. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then the good. like crazy taxi cab driver. Yeah, do you know who that is? I kind of do. Like I know him from some stuff, but uh, it's it's is it Roman Polanski or whatever his name is? What's his name? Oh, the raper uh, from France? No, no. What's the raper from France. What's yes. his name? Uh, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's got a Russian name. I see how you confuse those. <laughs> Uh, is that all? How about, uh, how about, no, there was, there was also, another guy also, that I recognized. His um, name's Italian. What? I recognized the president. You did? I thought I did. Oh. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you did. I don't know who that beard is. How you know about, what? I how? didn't, I, I recognized the name in the credits. 
Oh, how about the <laughs> but bra- I, How about Brain? Who is that? Who is Brain? See, yeah. it's like, do you watch these movies? I did. <laughs> when? I, I barely got, I was actually pretty busy at work today. I almost <laughs> didn't get through this whole movie. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> so this is my problem, though. When you watch movies, is you're like, I watched it, but you can't. You don't no, need, I watched what? this movie. This movie was good. I did miss one thing that you're going to mock me for, but let's save that for later. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> Brain is like the main guy who he didn't trust, who they had done a No, I know who gun. Brain is. I'm saying who's the guy. Oh, I said. That's how I said. Do you know who he is? You're like, who is that? I don't know no. what you're talking about. No, I knew who Brain was. Yeah, Brain was the guy that had the map of where the mines yeah. were on the bridges, right. and he double crossed yeah. Snake yeah. and betrayed him. That's why he got into the Negan Bat fight. So this guy is like, <laughs> he's like super famous character actor, and okay. I know that you'll know of his name because of a podcast. But it's Harry Dean Stanton. Right. Okay. That yeah. was the other name I recognized. Sure. Yeah. No, I know. I know who Harry Dean Stanton is. Yeah, he's yeah. in every, he's in tons of movies. Right. Just like right. so much stuff. He's been in tons of movies and he's mentioned all the time on Doug Love's movie. He's most recently known probably for being in Big Love before he died. Did you watch Big Love? I, no. He was in like Alien. Anyway, he's in tons of stuff, but. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm curious if the, I want to look up the president for you because I don't know who the president is in this movie. Maybe Donald sh- Pleasance. Oh yeah, Donald, Donald Pleasance. I know that name, but I don't know who this dude is. Uh, I just I felt like I recognized him. That's all. You know, I don't think you do. He didn't seem to be. I would have expected. Is that what you'd call a good actor? No. <laughs> and he also didn't so, seem presidential. Well, okay. He also didn't seem like he spoke English as a native or uh, American English as a native language. I just looked up his movies. There's no movie before 1980 you've even heard of except for fine. Halloween. You don't know who he is. No, okay, fine. But before we just like oh. shit on the guy too much, Wait. what's interesting about the, have, this role? Have you seen You Only Live Twice? I was fucking talking. No one cares. Have you seen You Only Live Twice? James Bond. Of course movies? I haven't. Oh, he's in, you haven't seen the old James Bond movies? No. Oh, he's in one of those. I've only seen GoldenEye. Uh-huh. And the Daniel Craig ones. That's what is wrong with you? Did you <laughs> did you like Goldeneye? I mean, it was okay. I watched it because I played the video game a lot. Why did you watch the Daniel Craig ones if you didn't like any of their James Bond movies? Uh, they were on. They were and new. I, I, I watched Casino Royale because I like casinos. They were and, all just uh, randomly <laughs> on. I was scrolling on Netflix and I saw that Casino Royale was on Netflix. Seriously, this was like four months ago. Okay. I just watched them. <laughs> and I watched Casino Royale and I liked it. Uh-huh. So then I watched Quantum of Solace because that's the next one. And I liked that too. And so you then I started I started Skyfall, but I fell asleep. So do you ever think about being like, now I should go back and watch the original James Bond movies? You no, all, never even you, occurred to me. You like starting shit backwards. Yeah, but... This started from the origin of him becoming an agent, so it's like a retelling. Okay, so so I don't need to watch so the old, so I don't need to watch the Star Wars movies, right? Just watch Force Awakens and you're good, right? It's pretty much a retelling of all those stories. It's not though; it's in a chronological order. This isn't. Uh, but is there any difference in those first three besides Force Awakens? They really encapsulate the whole story. It's just redone. You're insane <laughs> and totally wrong in this, and no I one's going to back you up in that opinion. <laughs> I mean, you don't think that. Force Awakens is a standalone basic retelling of the first three that if you were a kid. No, not at all. It's a retelling. It's it's telling. Does it, it, does it tell you who Darth Vader is? It tells you the same story of the first three movies with different characters. No, it doesn't. With different no, it characters. doesn't. 
No, it doesn't at all. It's the same thing. That Uh, one movie does? This is my dad, and you guys are married, and you throw me off a bridge, and blah, 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 blah. Just because you're an idiot that can't appreciate (laughs) Star Wars doesn't have anything to do with this. You know what's real fun is... uh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> that was my favorite Star Wars movie. Also, I of course it was. Of <laughs> oh, course it was. Fucking idiot. Because it's because it's new. It must be. You must like the Last Jedi is your favorite one, right? I like them. Yeah, I like the new ones. Yeah. But I also I love the old ones. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't have a problem with the prequels. Okay, great, good story. Let's in fact about- we watch we watch all of them every couple of years. Let's go talk about Donald Pleasant some more. Who's that? The president in Escape from New York. <laughs> okay, so here's my point about him. Okay. Most movies like this, I feel, would Wait have a made him. Most movies like this? Yeah. There's not that many movies like this one. Sure there are. Okay. But most movies when the president or whatever gets abducted and they aren't like the hero of the movie, they become like these like whining sniveling little wussies right uh-huh. and he kind of like took it right i'm not i'm not saying he was great at his job but he didn't like cry and beg for his life and bark like he stood there he took the abuse he took the beating he took them shooting at him like he, he wasn't like shitting his pants and crying and begging for his life sure but he also wasn't in it very much he was in it enough you didn't get to see him be a badass ever except till the very end I didn't say he was a badass. I'm just saying, like... He had to be... I'm saying he had to be rescued, but at least he was, he was dr- like... He was dressed in a wig, tied up with makeup on at one point. Right, but what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> no, if they're going to do that, if they're going right. to dress you in a wig and put lipstick on you, then right. that's what you're going to do. But at least take it like a but, man, and he did. But most movies like this, the president yeah. is going to say shit like, get off my plane. Right, okay, I love Air Force One, but <laughs> right. that's, like I said, when the president isn't the hero. Right. Okay, right. okay. Obviously, he's not Harrison Ford. Right, he was busy on an archaeological <laughs> dig in 1981. Sure. Right? Or was that Empire Strikes Back? So here's my problem <laughs> with this movie a little bit. When the president's plane gets taken over, which I don't nope. know. No? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Air Force One? <laughs> nope, we're talking about I'm scared for New York. Okay. And he gets in that pod to fly away like in Spaceballs. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. How, could that, how could that pod doesn't like have any kind of controls or take him somewhere besides dropping in the middle of New York city. That's a prison. Well, he's already over New York city. It's just an escape hatch. It's just an escape hatch. It has no, the president is just wherever Wait, he drops. You're going to be fine. It could be the middle of the go, ocean. It has a tracker on it and it, he's supposed to just stay in it till they come and get he it. got out right away though. Well, that's his problem. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's go back to air force one. Same thing. <laughs> Harrison Ford was supposed to get in the pod and eject, but he launched the pod and didn't eject. <laughs> right. Took down the terrorists on his plane. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's what you could do. But what's yeah, interesting I had problems. Me, I had oh, problems sorry. with that pod. I forgot Ryan was here. What did you say, Ryan? <laughs> I, had, I had big problems with that pod. Why is it red? Why is it shaped like a fucking egg? So you can it's survive the future. It. It's the future. Because it flies. Okay, it, what it, else was the future in this movie, Bill? You know what else was, dis- <laughs> you know what else was disturbing? That All of the cars were from the 70s. The, the other thing that was disturbing to me was that after the pod ejected and they were watching the plane on the radar... 
But it didn't, though. It didn't, though. It missed. <laughs> okay. It, it flew into another building because then Snake had to land on... So they got the future wrong. <laughs> right. You know, I was going to call oh. you guys before the start of it and say we should make... Jokes. Because <laughs> it's a very, it's a very like critical part of this movie. I mean, movie a lot. It's been yeah. twenty years. I mean, sure. It still doesn't mean it's. Cool. Are we allowed to forget but, now? But, no, no, never. Oh, uh, yeah, you know this right. will this will probably, which would be extra special. <laughs> oh, let's cool. Put some, let's put some neat little bleeps and bloops in there. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, why did the egg just magically land upright with the logo I mean, all perfect? It has, it has bat technology, right? Right. It's gonna land. It can't upright. fly, but it's like that that magic egg that has a little weight in the bottom that always stands up. Yeah. So we're gonna pick apart the plot now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not picking apart the plot. I- Here's here's my question. Yeah, so I don't think the egg launcher is the plot of the no, movie. Okay, okay, here's my question. How is there such a dedicated news network or rumor network inside of this chaotic futuristic prison that everyone heard that Snake was dead? Well, that well, I like, think uh, wait, I've heard about you. I heard you were dead. That's everyone's line when they meet him. But don't you think that everybody in that prison. I mean, it's just like being in a regular prison, right? Like I'm sure news travels pretty quickly. I don't think it was like being in a regular prison. I think, I think it was, which I, that's what I thought was rare about this movie is like, I don't think there's um, underground zombies in regular prison. Well, but those guys didn't say they thought he was dead. Just the kind of normal people thought that mm. the normal people, the, the people that seemed like they were in for different crimes than other people. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, you know, <laughs> What I think is weird about this movie is like, okay, so you build a prison of all of Manhattan, right? And why do you staff it with a bunch of police? There's a, there's a part where they say... The oh, police were just on the outside. There was a bunch in there at different times running through. They were always running by random people. I don't think so. I think those were different factions and uh, there, mobs. There were no police inside the prison. In fact, at the beginning of the movie, when they go to try and recover the prison, that's where the guy says, if we see you land again, he dies. And that, that's why they sent in snakes. They were like, we can't have any police on the ground. Hmm. Did you watch this movie? I did, but I thought I saw police in there and I thought it was weird. No, no you just saw different gangs and factions in their body armor. Okay. Well, there's a lot yeah, of... Yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah. Well... The very beginning, when when he first gets in the World Trade Center and there's that little, like, choo noise when somebody runs by, I thought that was a cop at first. But then when they went back to the World Trade Center to try and leave, and there were those, quote-unquote, redskins there, I figured that's who those guys were. Yeah. Because it made, made a lot more sense. That, why wouldn't they send all the cops that were in the prison to go help Snake? Or at least right. some of them. Yeah. But of at, them. The, at the beginning, we were told there were no cops and no guards. They only policed the outer perimeter. All right. The other thing that bothered me about this movie is why do they... Why is all the writing so futuristic and weird looking? It's like air traffic control. And it's the same font as like Escape right. from New York. It's like weird. I don't know why they went with that aesthetic. Well, I think I think they were trying to make it look futuristic on a budget because if you notice, there's nothing that 
technology-wise that they made look futuristic in this movie. It was all like 1981 technology with some gold spray paint. You know, all those like Jeep vehicles or whatever, all from the 70s. All the cars. Okay, all the cars from the prison colony are going to be from the 70s because that's when they walled it off or whatever, or whenever they shut it down and everything's broken down. But still, like... They didn't spend a lot of time, like, making futuristic-looking anything to make you think it was 1997. You know, the average movie budget... Well, uh, but in 81, you don't know what 97 looks like. Right, but I feel like even Terminator, they went a lot further to make the future look different with the terminator machines and the you know all mechanized and the big i feel space like it was just garbage trucks <laughs> i mean there was garbage trucks and so i draw that line because this is a kind of a similar idea where you're in a dystopian future right yeah but yeah. at least they had like spaceships and and you know androids what movie do you think does the best job of portraying a futuristic looking future uh probably avatar no, because that's on a different planet. It doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I think. Well, you're wrong. I mean, what? Uh, you could go 10 different eras here, Bill. I mean, I, I, I would probably just go with Robocop. Have you seen Detroit? Yeah. Have you seen Detroit recently? <laughs> no. Uh, Has anyone? <laughs> I, I hear it's getting better. I mean, everyone knows uh, it's Back to the Future 2. The, uh, the Cubs, the Cubs win the World Series, and the the Florida has a baseball team. Uh, right. There's hoverboards, which we don't have. We do. They just don't. They're, they're called hoverboards. They just don't hover. <laughs> I mean, they, those things that people have two wheels. They call those hoverboards, right? I've heard them called skateboards. No, 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 no. Skateboards no, have no. two wheels. When did that happen? <laughs> Quick, call Tony Hawk. There's been a revolution. <laughs> they have at least two wheels. Viva la revolution! Uh, but I was—I loved watching the two-wheel skateboarders in the Olympics this year. It was super fun. You didn't watch the Olympics, I know. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, Back to the Future too. I feel like Minority Report does a good job. I think Minority Report. How? Because what they have is they ha- they have the like self driving cars that are like on the freeways, but then also a manual option to control them on rural roads. Like this idea that you know not everything's flying, but this idea that oh we're gonna go to this self driving managed you know mass transit thing, but then with the option to still have control. I still think that's the way things are going. You know what I mean? Even now we have cars that like will drive on the freeway by themselves, but then you have to control them on the arterial roads. We do? It's 1984. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, okay, what else besides the cars? Um, the hover packs. The, uh, the whole computer thing, though, like the, oh, virtual reality, moving stuff around. We, yeah, we, we have all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but nobody uses it for that. I don't know. Facebook's pushing the Oculus pretty hard. Oh, of course they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. There's going to be a lot of flaws in everything, right? I mean, sure, we didn't find three genetically engineered <laughs> precogs, but <laughs> if we did, I can guarantee you the government would seize them and use them to stop crime. Sure. Uh, and someone would be corrupted by I it, actually and some think, politician would use it to his advantage. 
I think the most accurate. Cover up his own murder. The most I like that movie. Have I mentioned that I yeah, like Minority Report? Seems like you have a lot yeah, more details than I can ever remember. <laughs> Any movie. A few times. Um, oh, that movie's great. It's not great. Uh, I, I think that if I had Another to pick, Philip K. Dick story, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if I had to pick another. Something about electric sheep in the dreams. No, that's Blade Runner. <laughs> um, if I had to pick a, another accurate timeline, I think Men in Black is probably the most accurate futuristic movie. Right, because of all those times you've had your memory erased. I mean, I don't. How would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've partied with Rick, and <laughs> yeah, I've had some, I've had, I've had some mind erasers. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten lots of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't even. I'm not even sure we went to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, well, so this movie is odd, right? I, it is, but it's weird. fun. It is. It really is. It's fun for what it is, and it's a good ride. It's a good action movie, and Kurt Russell is awesome. I love Kurt Russell. I know. So do I. I've been telling you this forever. Yeah. This, we He's should change this awesome podcast this to the Kurt Russell podcast. That's fine. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it the Kurt Russell podcast. He just, he, I he, would be happier. Because think about this movie starring anybody else. I don't. Right. I don't. Right. I, I can't think of anyone that would make it. No one would make it better. Right. Like, maybe. Okay, like, if they remade this movie today, who do you cast in that role of Snake? Pliskin. Jason uh, Statham, maybe? Well,. It depends on how you look at it. So are you saying he has to be, can it be anybody? Can be anyone you want. Well, it has to be someone, but at the age they're at today. Right. I think I could, I think Nicholas Cage would be fun. No, he's too <laughs> old. He's not though. You put an eye patch on him. He's great. No, I don't think you can do Nicholas Cage. I don't. I, plus, I don't know that Nicholas Cage can pull off this part. Okay. Then I would Nicholas say Cage be too Nicholas Cagey. You know, you take that out of your mouth. Nicholas Cage can do no wrong. I know. That's what I'm saying. He Once we finish Nicholas, the Kurt Russell podcast, we'll watch the Nicholas Cage podcast. No, Nicholas Cage <laughs> is like the white Samuel L. Jackson. He says yes to everything, and some of it's good. No, he's way different no, than that. No. The thing about Nicholas Cage is that he is like, I know he's a little over the top. He's a little crazy sometimes, and he mm-hmm. picks a lot of weird movies, and he does a lot of weird stuff, but everything he does, he makes it his own and tries to be Nicolas Cage that cause he's always had a chip on his shoulder. Cause you know, okay. So do you know who Francis is Ford- that, is that good acting though? Like I'm just going to yes. be me in any movie, in any role. No, no, it's not. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean by that. When I say he's trying to be Nicolas Cage, what I'm saying is that he is performing the way Nicolas Cage. He's not him. He's never him. That dude is always some wacky, wackadoo weird character. That's doing something original with them. Have you ever seen uh, Peggy Sue got married? No. Uh, he's just, every time he's in a movie, even when it's like supposed to be a normal, straight, normal person, he's always got a little twinge of weirdness to him. But it's always something different. It's got a, just a little edge to it that most people wouldn't do. And I think that comes from... Is he in Pulp Fiction? No. 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 It comes okay. from... Have you ever seen Wild at Heart? No. Ooh, Wild at Heart. Put it on the list. Ryan, have you seen Wild at Heart? <laughs> it's on the list. Have you seen it, Ryan? No. Oh, that's a treat. Uh, the thing about Nicolas Cage, so he is. Do you know who his relatives are, Bill? Mr. Mr. And Mrs. Cage. He's 
Why do you keep asking questions you know he doesn't know the answer right. to? I know. That's, that's how podcasts work, Ryan. <laughs> uh, You're just trying to get the numbers up on him saying, I don't know what that yeah. is. Bill, do you know who Francis Ford Coppola is? Do you know who the mayor of your city is? <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Francis Ford Coppola is? Yeah, he made The Godfather. Yeah. Nicholas Coppola, actually, I think his first name is something else, is Nicholas Cage. He's one of the Coppolas. Like, he a, has a very famous family. And he there's definitely a lot of nepotism goes on in Hollywood, right? And I think that he has tried his best to not be like, you just got this job because you're a Coppola. Because he's like, look at, look at how fucking crazy I am and what a good actor I am. Because he's a fun actor to watch. And he does just a lot of weird stuff. Sometimes. he's He's been in some pretty shitty movies. <sighs> yeah, sure. But, but even the shitty ones are pretty fun to watch. What's the shittiest one you've seen? Adaptation. You don't like that one? That's one of his nope. better ones. Yeah, I didn't think it was <laughs> shitty at all. Uh, Dogs of War, or what? Not Dogs of War. What's oh, the other one where he's the like God of War? The God That's of War. Such a good movie. Where he's I the arms like dealer. What about Knowing? Oh, is that like a future? Uh, one? I don't think I watched that one. What about Next? Isn't that the that same one thing? That wasn't good either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were basically the same movie. Yeah, those are the kind of movies you watch. That's the difference, though, right? I didn't see those two. Okay, so you're just saying like, oh, he's never been in anything bad except for the shitty ones I don't no, watch. No, I bet I'd watch those and I bet there's something redeeming about him. Would you rather watch a shitty one of his movies or just a shitty movie with people you don't know in it? Here's the thing. I feel like we've veered way out of Escape from <laughs> New York and I need a break and I think maybe we should come back and get to the Clemometer and talk more about how we felt about this movie. Okay, fine. Because we could, we could really go on a tangent about <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll watch a Nicolas Cage movie pretty soon. Put it on the okay. list, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, wait. We already picked one, didn't we? Wild at Heart. Yeah. Eventually. No. That's not what we're watching. <laughs> I refuse. You don't know. Uh, okay. Let's take a break. Get a drink. We'll be right back. Okay. Check out. Shit. I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Well, cause you're dumb <laughs> and you don't understand things. Is there something new we're going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's bring it back. And welcome back. <laughs> Do we not do that? We don't welcome people back. I mean, not normally. Oh, yeah, but. we're back. We're back. Oh. I hope you guys are really uh, eating some nuts and getting a haircut. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's who makes this show. In, in that or, order. Yep. I don't care. They can get a haircut and then eat some nuts. No, I like the nut people better. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if you want to... <laughs> Eat some nuts, you should go get that haircut first. <laughs> I don't know. I like hair in my nuts. Wait, what? Well, this also yeah. veered off track. <laughs> yeah, that took a weird turn. So and we're back. How did you guys feel that I would enjoy Escape from New York? Ryan said you'd give it a 52.5. And I gave Interesting. you a, I gave you a little more credit with a 71%. <laughs> degrees. <laughs> oh shit, degrees. <laughs> you did that on purpose. No, I actually I didn't. I haven't done it in a while, I don't think. 
No, that's a fun throwback. Yeah, you, you, uh, you've been pretty good lately. Yeah. So, Ryan, what did you think my problems were going to be with this movie? <laughs> All of well, I hadn't seen it. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Prediction. Okay. That makes sense. So just going off what I knew, um, I kind of put it right in the middle to hedge my bet. I said. And then when you watched it today, what did you think of it? Like, I don't feel like you've said much of whether or not you liked it and then whether or not you thought while watching it, whether or not I would have liked it. Right. So uh, when I first started it up, I thought, oh, Bill's going to hate this because the special effects were real bad. And that's been one of the things that you've keyed on on a lot of these older movies that we've shown you, especially stuff that's a little more action, science fi- science fiction related. I don't think you're that like, the, the special, the effects, special are effects are bad. I don't think special effects are bad. I think that as John Carpenter does, it's like they're practical effects. They just look old. I mean, like. Right. I felt like at least here he didn't overreach. Like with Big Trouble in Little China, he overreached. And so that's that's why it looks so bad. Yeah. Um, Um, I watched. So when it's Ryan's turn to talk, Rick, (laughs) the thing is, when you talk about these uh, special effects, when you watch a movie from the 90s or even today, I think they look way faker than this when they're CGI. Like when you watch a plane crash in a movie, or the stuff that happens in this movie, I think it you could tell it's computer generated. In this, you're like, oh, they threw that shit off a building, or they did mm-hmm. something crazy, right? It doesn't look great. It's not filmed as well, but it it looks like they tried something. You know, you're watching the movie on both levels. Well, right? yeah, but, but there's I mean, there's a certain agreement between the movie watcher and the movie maker that I'm going to suspend reality and let them tell me a story. Yeah, though, right? yeah, but, sure. Uh, to answer your question, Bill. There, you have complained about things being fake looking in movies before, so that's what I thought. And yeah. then also, moving through it, it was pretty corny at the beginning. I, I, it took me a minute to get into the story to understand its charm, the charm of the movie, and how kind of campy it actually was. Because I was thinking it was going to be straight down the pipe, like, this is an action movie, da da da. But then, you know, forgetting it was John Carpenter, right? So as it went on, I thought, well, maybe Bill will have a chance. Maybe my maybe my score will hold up. He's not going to rank it up there with the forget Paris's of the world, but it's an enjoyable movie. There's some action. There's some fun moments, and you know, I I thought my my score was valid by the end. You know, I think when I watched this movie, I was like, oh, Bill's not going to like this, and I was like, you know what? Maybe he will because of. You know, he talks all this shit about, I need this story, I need this plot, I need the characters to be developed, I need Faye Dunaway, you know, all these things <laughs> in his movies, right? But uh-huh. he's lo- he's liked Bonnie and Clyde a lot, which Faye Dunaway's in, fine. He likes Smoking the Bandit a ton. Escape from New York is the same thing, where it's like, this movie goes, and then it's over. <laughs> like, here's, mm-hmm. hey, the presence on the ground, let's get him out of there, let's get out of here. <laughs> Credits roll. And he's well, yeah, like that. It has the nice... He, He's like that every twist time. right at the end where it's like, oh, I gave him the wrong tape. Tears the tape up. <laughs> yeah. Done. Doesn't Bye. even matter. Okay. Just nothing to so, do. <laughs> quick. I better say this before I get to it. I did miss what was supposed to be on the tape that he tore up. I for, I don't know what was what was on the real tape. Uh, it, it was, was like, something about nuclear war. Yeah. Biology. Biological okay. weapons. Or something. I don't know. Something, it, right. Like, it was just. Yeah. I, I knew when he I knew when the president hit play, it was going to be that stupid song. Yeah, because it was right. like a lead up to it. Walk up with, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, OK, yeah. before we get your score, Bill, Ryan, 
What do you think your score would be on this? I think I'm going to be on the meter. Whoa, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm at a 66. Okay. What about you, Rick? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't thought about it at all. Uh, because, like, I've I, seen it. Um, I think we've kind of already set this precedent, but we haven't really talked about it, is I think we only really rate on a score movies we haven't seen before. Right, movies that we're seeing for the first time. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fine, Rick, you're off the hook. I liked it, though. It'd be, it's above Braveheart, if that matters. Sure. It's the above Braveheart scale. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> you, you nailed Good. it. I love that it, it started, it was go, and then it was like, let's get this shit done and let's roll the credits. 90 minutes and it wrap was, it up. Which is how an action movie should be, right? And yeah, it was, yeah. you know, there were some things they could have developed, but they didn't need to. There, You didn't watch this movie going, Wish I they'd answered some questions yeah, about this character, no. right? Like you didn't need that for this movie. This was a story that he told. He told it well. I liked it better than uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, um, I th- I thought it was good. And so uh, when I went back and kind of decided where to put it, I give it a seventy-seven point seven. Whoa, jeez, that's yeah, your fourth I, highest movie. I love. I love. I love a prison break movie. I like I like breaking out of prison. Um, Is that what you consider this movie, though? No, it's not. <laughs> okay, but I also like sci-fi and I like futuristic dystopian movies, and so it had elements of all of it, right? But like, it it had a little bit. Like I said, it, it felt to me like an old version of The Rock. Um, Bill, it, it's, it's, speaking it's, of Nicholas Cage, it's weird to say right. stuff like the old version of this new movie. <laughs> Right. Like, seems like The Rock's more of a version of this movie. Sure. No, no. That's no, what I'm saying. It. I know. The, I the Rock, it. yeah. It, it felt like, um, you know, have you seen the Escape Plan movies? Wait, what was your score for this movie? 77.7. Okay, that's what I put, but I thought that was stupid. So, okay, I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was what I said. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you seen the Escape Plan movies? Uh, is Mm-mm. that the Sylvester Stallone thing? There's three of them. There's yeah. So the first one is Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then oh, the next two just have I Stallone. Think I have in them. seen the first one. No, I saw I saw the original. Um, I saw the first Sylvester Stallone Prison Break movie called Lockup. Okay, and, I didn't and, see that, and I love so, it. So I watched all the Escape Plan movies, all three of them. Uh huh. I like them, and it's those are very similar to this in that it's like it's here's a no rules or like a secret underground dystopian prison that, that doesn't have the same kind of like, like jungle survival rules, right? (laughs) Jungle survival rules. Did you, did you watch the show prison break? (laughs) I watched the first season. Okay. Right. So that's fine. Yeah. I know. But then in the third season, they get thrown back in another prison, all of them. Yeah, that's what happens a lot of times. I get it. And then they have to escape again. But this time, it's a Panama prison with no rules. So, this (laughs) No rules, just right. It was Escape from New York. This movie's eight points lower than Forget Paris. Yeah. That's so stupid. What, you think is better than Forget Paris? Yes. Obviously, I think that. (laughs) No way. And it's, it's not as good as Heat. Ooh, what did I say he was? Ooh. 79. 
Okay, so it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. He he has more. He has better writing and better acting. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't like it. I'm surprised you like this more than Smoking the Bandit. And the reason why I picked a 71 because I thought it would come in just under Terminator 2. No, I like this better than Terminator 2 for oh, sure. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Tombstone, I, I guess. But this movie, this movie has a lot of rewatchability in my book. Like this would be a fun one to just throw on or to show the kids, like to watch with my son on a Saturday when we're hanging out and it's raining. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty inoffensive. You right. know, it's a little aggressive, a but it's not bat like with, bat with some nails through the skull. Yeah, that's there's a couple scenes, but it's, it's not, not like, like it's, it's not like he hasn't seen that before. <laughs> uh, are you going to uh, um, are you going to watch Escape from L.A.? Yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. You know, here's another thing I like speaking of the bat to the skull. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were a couple things I really liked about how John Carpenter did Snake's character, Snake Plissken. Uh huh. Like. My, I like I have one thing Christ- I didn't like. Okay, I like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, right? But the second movie, which is The Dark Knight, addresses like one of the major flaws in most action movies, and especially with Batman, is that like he there's always the hero's like moral code, right? Like hmm. the hero has to overcome all these odds and has all these obstacles, but they can't ever like outright kill anyone or like not save anyone in trouble. Right. And I like that snake's character is singularly focused on his objective. And he's like, Hey, this place is a hellhole. I don't have to save every rape victim and every person getting their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to throw me in a ring with someone, I'm going to kill the guy and move on. Right. 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 I, I right. like that survivalistic mentality of like, I don't have to put myself at a disadvantage in every situation and somehow maintain this moral standard that I expect of myself that no one else has to follow. He's not a superhero. He's just a hero. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even an antihero in a way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you wish there was a um, prequel to this movie showing him try and rob the federal bank or whatever he did to get into jail with brain? Well, was he in jail? Yeah, they were well, sending, him, going they were to sending jail. him to jail. So he was going to be sent there anyway. Yeah, because they said that he had tried to rob right. something. Right, yeah. Well, right, um, when they show him walking in and he's walking along the orange line, they're like, no, wait, and they stop isn't, him. Isn't that Escape from L.A.? Isn't that the prequel? No, Escape from L.A., I think, is a sequel. I haven't seen it since the 90s when it came out. Uh, what, they make L.A. another prison? It's I, I forgot how that... I think there's like a... I don't an know. Er- an earthquake that turns Los Angeles County into another guess, island. Because we, we have to watch it on our podcast, don't you think? I don't know. If, do we need to assign it or can we just watch it and then maybe talk about it as a sidebar? I mean, you I know, guess. Gentlemen, yeah. uh, maybe we should treat these little sequels as our bonus episode, as we, as we did Ooh. with Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should. I lo- I, do a little time 45 I'm a minutes. Huge, I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan. I don't think... Like, did you know that the, before this podcast, though? No. Right. No. But like the more Kurt Russell I watch, the more I like him. So bring right. it on, guys. What you got next? Well, I think that uh, we should watch more Kurt Russell movies. What do you think? Yeah. Have you ever seen so, uh, Backdraft? 
I have not. I've seen part of it, but I have not seen the whole thing. And it has been many, many years since I've seen part of it. I think my parents were watching it and I like snuck out of bed and watched part of it and then got sent back to bed. (laughs) Cool. Because it was inappropriate. Well, let's watch it. What do you think? I'm down. (laughs) Okay. Make my fucking kids go to bed and I'll watch it. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I've never seen Backdraft either. You haven't. Nice. So you guys just don't know about Kurt Russell. I guess this is just like, I got to teach you guys some shit. Apparently. So we'll watch Backdraft. And then after that, I get to pick a movie. Fine. Okay. (laughs) I love how excited you guys. I'll find a Kurt Russell movie that one of you hasn't seen. I promise. (laughs) There's okay. a lot of them out there, right? Okay. I mean, probably not that both of us haven't seen. Have you seen Miracle? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do something this week. What? What? We should probably get to the kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, we got to it. We did it. You're you're welcome, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll cut it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't you worry. Never about mind. That. You're unwelcome. Never mind. All right. So this week we're gonna watch Backdraft. Yeah, let's Bat do draft. it. Let's set this shit on fire. <laughs> See, that's what I know. Oh, you want me to guess what it's about? <laughs> sure. It's about firefighters. <laughs> I know that it's about firefighters, and there's a bunch of stuff that blows up. And I think that um, is Dennis Hopper in this movie. I think he's like their dad or something. I guess we'll find out. And there, it's Kurt Russell and some other guy. Is it? Um, who is it? I want to say Adrian Brody, but he doesn't seem old enough to have been in this movie. Was Adrian Brody around? Like, I know it's about brothers, right? So it's like brother firefighters. And I think Dennis Hopper's their dad. And they're trying to, like, make him proud. And someone's blowing stuff up. And, you know. Okay. They're, they're trying to solve crimes and fight fires and work through brotherly <laughs> tension. Fight crimes. That's what firefighters always do. Fight crimes. Well, if the crime is arson, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right. Well, let's find out next week. You know, actually, real quick, before we before we let everyone go, I know that you now are in love with Kurt Russell, just like I am. Well, I'm probably not quite as the level of me. But uh, how do you feel about John Carpenter? Um, I'm coming around on him. Yeah. I mean, so, I hadn't escaped... I mean, Big Trouble in Little China was batshit crazy. Right. It was interesting, but it was freaking crazy. Uh, I liked this movie. So if his stuff is kind of a balance between those and he does this like futuristic action sci-fi stuff, that's my jam. I love futuristic action sci-fi. Well, here's what I'm thinking, though. Uh, we should-, should I just say that's my jam? <laughs> yeah. Can you edit that out? <laughs> nope. Can you bleep nope. that? Uh um, I think that we need to put on the list. I think we need to like, we talked about horror movies at one point and I think you should watch Halloween. Uh huh. Cause it's John Carpenter. I think that would be fun. But also Ryan, mm. uh, did he why don't do- I watch Halloween on Halloween? Uh, yeah. We oh, I guess it's getting close enough, huh? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, if this is then yes. How many times have you seen they live? Exactly zero times. Oh my god. Let's okay. 
We're gonna have. We've, some... we've got some stuff right now. I'm no, gonna I take don't. my headphones off. I wa- wait. I want and you guys to know... are gonna talk about how you think I'm gonna like backdraft. I want everyone to know that we've changed the format of this podcast into Kurt Russell and John Carpenter movies, and it's gonna be very <laughs> interesting for the next six months. Okay, I'm gonna go bye bye for a while. Okay. He's gonna love this movie. Yeah, I think he's gonna like it. I mean, it's just because it's just like a regular movie, right? And Kurt Russell's bumps everything up twenty percent. So, what do you give Perfect. it, Ryan? I think he will give it. You've never a, seen it again. I know. I'm guessing. Uh, I think he will give it a sixty. All right, I'm gonna say eighty-one. Poo! Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got to like it. I feel like he has to like it more than Escape from New York. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can see that. I mean, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm getting a little above heat and under airheads. So that's where okay. we're at. Let's bring okay. it back. We did it fast. Yeah, that was easy. That was quick. Well, that's because yeah, Ryan hasn't done. seen it again. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess when it's questions. all up to Rick, it goes fast. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I've been told that. Bill, have yes. you seen Blown Away? Oh. Negative. That's wait, a good movie. You want wait. some more fire movies? Is that the one with Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt? Nope. No. What's that one called? Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Really? So no, no to Blown Away. There's, there's, I remember watching a movie when I was a kid with Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt where Brad Pitt was like a... And, IRA, NRA, what's that? What's the Irish? What's the Irish, what's the Irish mafia? The IRA. IRA. Uh-huh. He yeah. was like he was like a bomber, and Harrison Ford was trying to stop him. Brad Pitt. I thought so. Uh, Brad I mean, Pitt and Harrison. I thought it was called Blown Away. Is it who's is in it, Blown Away? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Jeff Bridges. Huh. And then what's that movie? Is it blown up? What's the one with uh, uh, Bruce Willis? Yes, you do. The Devil's Own, Bill? Is that what you're talking the about? The Devil's Own, yes. Okay, yeah, um, that's not Yeah, the same yeah, movie. yeah, The Devil's Own. Fuck, I had okay. another movie I was going to... Oh, Bill, have you seen The Running Man? No. I saw The Lawnmower Man. That was weird. I saw that one, too. That one was weird. Are those um, are those both John Carpenter? Running Man? No. And well, Lawnmower either, Man? Either well, why are you asking about these movies, Ryan? Uh because Running Man is a dystopian sci-fi action kind of joint. So sure. I was kinda kinda it's, thinking that was along the that, same line. That's based lines. on a book written by Richard Bachman. Okay. How do I know Richard Bachman? <laughs> He's a pretty famous kind of guy. Is that is that Stephen King's <laughs> alias? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, One more man. All right. Well, okay. Have you ever it, seen the movie FX? Oh, I haven't seen that. I saw that like when I was a kid. I watched Me the too. network once. There's there's some weird movies out there we can watch. Let's close this shit up. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> okay, Ryan. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your fo- favorite podcast apps. 
You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks go out goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at WOATW.com. Gentlemen, did you guys hate the snake tattoo as much as I did? It was not done very well. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. You're going to get one? Perfect. All right. That's it. See you next week. Call me Pliskin. Bye. Bye.
Cause we're 